Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Rebuttal Sports Podcast, the NBA season preview podcast, in fact. And I'm joined by the super coach himself. Craig, how are you, mate? Uh, yeah, good. Thanks, Mick. Um, I actually thought this podcast might have got cancelled because I haven't heard it from you in like 12 months. So uh, um, I'm glad you're still on the air. That. <laughs> that's, a, that's a lie. Um, <laughs> I speak to you every week, at least once. So <laughs> usually just to pull the piss out of you about the Lakers. So <laughs> all right, mate. So uh, look, NBA season, NBA season kicks off tomorrow as we're recording this. So a uh, couple of games first up, a couple of tasty ones. Uh, so I think the Nets and Lakers, isn't it, I think? Uh, to start the season? Um, I'm not too sure, actually. I haven't seen the – this is a good start. <laughs> I haven't seen that. I know uh, I know the season kicks off tomorrow, uh, but I actually think we're, we're playing on we're playing the second, second day on the Wednesday. No, I don't um, think we are. But I, I thought – I thought before we sort of get into, I guess, a bit about the season ahead, um, what about the off-season? I mean, it's just been – there were three big events in the off-season, and I guess we we got to start with the elephant in the – or not in the room, I should say. The elephant's not in the gym and not in the training – on training courts, and that's Ben Simmons, mate. What's going what do you on? mean? Like he's, he's – he hasn't turned – well, he's, he's now turned up, but he's – he held out. He held out. Has, he has, has, has that been reported in the media anywhere? Oh, mate, uh, you wouldn't have known, seriously, uh, unless you're a basketball fan. No, it's been everywhere. Uh, To be honest with you, I'm sick of hearing about it. Uh, So, so, you know, today's today's massive story was that he had his phone in his pocket of his tracksuit pants while he was training. Um, Yeah, but, but we're talking about training. Not a game. Talking about practice. Not a game. (laughs) Uh, Well, my personal opinion is I don't think he's suiting up on Thursday. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Well, has he has he gotten through uh, COVID protocols or? um... Yeah, yeah. So he's back training with the team today. Um, Or actually, today was the second training session back. So the first time the media were allowed uh, to video him or photographs or anything like that, and. yeah, his body language was not great. <laughs> Let's just say that. So, so what do you, uh, you know, I've, we're going to touch on this a little bit later on, but I mean, he's, you know, it's been the biggest story in the off season or the, probably the second, well, there, there are three big stories this year that I wanted to touch on. Um, we'll get to the other two in a minute, but, uh, you know, he's held out for, uh, doesn't want to be part of the team anymore. He's cracked it. Uh, there's talk about, I don't know if you heard about this one, but it's a rumour allegedly reported um, so don't I don't want to get sued on this one, but he uh, he uh, didn't want to play Game Seven in the playoffs last year, and he tried to get COVID, uh, tried to catch COVID, so they didn't have to play Game Seven. I don't know if you heard I, that one. I, so I heard something along those lines. Um, I think it might have been on Clutch Points though, so I took it with a grain of salt. So, <laughs> um, yeah, look, there was no, 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 obviously. Uh, secret that he had the yips at the end of last year um, yeah. and didn't want to shoot the ball at all. Um, and I, I think it actually stems back a, a bit further than that. Um, I, I was listening to some stuff, uh, you know, during the off season, I've been catching up a little bit on JJ Reddick's podcast, which is uh, absolutely amazing. Um, 
well, much better than this one. Um, so, but um, he was doing an interview with Jimmy Butler and they talk about how there was a lack of accountability from, from, Bet, from Brett Brown not long after uh, Jimmy got traded to the Sixers. And um, I think it stems back from him being, if you read between the lines, it basically says that, that Ben's been babied a fair bit. And, and I think that that, you know, there's people now coming out in Australia that have been saying it, and you know, as a, even as a junior and stuff like that. So, so yeah, so I think he needs to, to grow up a little bit um, and, and take some responsibility um, and yeah, play some ball, but I, I don't think he's going to play uh, not at least not the first couple of games anyway. Um, yep. So yeah. And then we'll see, see where it goes from there. But yeah, I don't, I don't think he suits up for us on, uh, on Thursday. So it's a, yeah, it's a lose, lose situation, isn't it? You know, it's, it's um, you know, Philly don't want him there. Um, ben doesn't want to be there, but they both sort of are in a, a situation where they can't sort of uh, make it happen. Um, Maury's sort of asking for a lot, um, but I think Daryl's Daryl Maury, the the GM, he's just sitting back and he's going to go. Well, you know what? Let's just see how Portland goes a month into the season, and let's just see when Dame comes on board, or let's see how Washington are going a month into the season, and if they're, you know, if they're five and three or four and four, and you know, maybe Bradley Beal starts becoming available. You know, I think he really Maury doesn't need to sell low this early. Um, unless Philly really starts to try to sync it up. But I think you guys yeah. probably got enough talent to get through at least the first month and maybe be, you know, seven and three or something like that. Yeah, I think as long as we're above 500, and if, if Ben's not playing, as long as we're above 500, um, then I think that, you know, we're probably okay for the, for the minute and then just hold out a little bit. Uh, you don't want to get, obviously, too far below 500. Um because once you do it, it's a, it's a long way back, especially if you need, you know, you need home court nowadays, I think as well. Um, so, yeah, so it's, um, I think that there's, you know, there, there's no, as far as the six are concerned, there's no great panic, right? Tyrese Maxey will come in and, um, and, and start at point guard if Ben doesn't play. And if, and if he does play and he plays well, then, you know, it's a win-win, isn't it really? So uh, you know, increases his trade value. Then you know, maybe Portland don't start so well. Dame starts getting a bit restless, and then you know, there's a there's a win win situation again for everyone. So, well, at least it's a win for the Sixers. Um, so, so yeah, look, mate, I yeah, that's where I think it'll it'll end up. Um, I can't believe that none of you blokes took Tyrese Maxey a bit higher in our uh, fantasy draft the other night. And I think I got him at like pick 130 or something. Um, yeah. So I think you'll be an absolute steal in that fantasy draft. <laughs> so, so yeah. But the, the other, the other elephant in the room, mate, uh, is Kyrie. Mm. And I've been talking about this a bit on the weekly podcast. And obviously we've been talking about Ben a little bit as well. Um, but Kyrie not getting the jab, no jab, no play. So, um, He's, uh, yeah, Brooklyn have basically said, uh, no, we, unless you can play full time and we're not, we don't want you. So, yep. yep. It's a pretty it's, big story. Um, it, it is. Uh, and you gotta, you gotta give him some credit that he sticks to his convictions. You know, this is a guy who just he thinks differently. 
he does a lot of great work for the community. Um, and he's, he doesn't want, you know, he won't let society tell him what he wants to do. And hey, rightly or wrongly, you know, whatever situation, uh, place you want side the fence, you want to sit on this thing. But, um, you know, if he's, if he's in the wrong, which majority of people, you know, sort of believe he is, he's still sticking to his conviction. So, uh, I kind of give him that unless he backflips and he starts because the money starts getting, you know, too much for him, then I'll be, you know, a little bit pissed about that. But, uh, yeah, I guess we'll, I guess we'll see. Um, oh, he's, a, he's lasted you know, longer than Ben. So, uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, um, yeah, look, uh, and you know, it's his own, it's his choice. He can do whatever he wants. Um, but obviously there's, there's consequences to those choices. And as long as he's happy with those consequences, which from all accounts he is, um, yeah. uh, you know, and good luck to him. Um, but yeah, one of those consequences is he won't be playing this year for the Nets. So the hard thing will be the Nets trying to move him because he's on, he's on a max and uh, he still hasn't, like it, it's, he's in his final year. So teams that trade for him, you know, Kyrie can opt out next year, uh, yeah. and the teams are going to have to send a, send something, send a lot to get him. And he, and he may he may not play, like he may not be allowed to play in those towns. And then when he makes the playoffs, he's probably not going to be able to play in certain towns either. So, uh, and that's uh, exactly right. We were talking about this the other day. It's not just that he can't play in New York, right? There's going to be other uh, other states and arenas and stuff where he's not going to be able to play. Um, so it's not you don't have him for half the season because you know you got half home games, half away. You don't have him for for more than that, like probably. So you know, um, yeah, I, I I don't know. I don't think that anyone will be looking to trade for him. But um, yeah, it certainly brings the nets back down to the pack a little bit, doesn't it? You know, he's he's a big he's a big loss, but they can cover it. But with him, you know, a full year, you know. Um, the big three being injury free, uh, it, it, the Nets would be super tough, especially getting Patty and um, yeah. a few other guys that they've brought in. Millsap, um, LMA has come yeah. back. Yeah, but, um, no, I agree. It sort of, yeah, it sort of brings them back to the pack a little bit. Probably, you know, one A, one B in the East still, but they're not sure locks this year at this stage anyway. Oh, fair enough. All right, the, what's, um, what's the third big, the third big elephant in the room, mate? Well, I mean, that really, there was, it was a really quiet off season, wasn't it? There wasn't much happening. Uh, a lot of teams uh, re-signed uh, the guys they had, uh, but you know, the Lakers swung yet again, mate, uh, probably out of desperation with LeBron's window really closing. Um, now there's just a small breeze coming through that window. <laughs> yep, it's um, uh, Russell Westbrook. You know, coming coming from uh, from uh, Washington, uh, getting traded. Uh, basically, we gave up sort of four players um, to get to get him in with his forty million dollar contract, and um, now he's a Laker. Yeah, and and yeah, I, I don't know what to say about him, mate. I I, I don't think it's. Oh, look, you know, I, I don't think it's as good as as people are, are making it out to be. Um, it's you know, they they gave up. A fair bit, but Russ is, you know, Russ is a good get, but by the same token, uh, he's still only one player. So, yeah. uh, yeah, I, I'm not sure that I'm not sure it gets him a title, put it that way. Yeah. So, we uh, in preseason, we played Golden State, 
and uh, the the closest defender to Westbrook on the three point line was the uh, the towel boy underneath the ring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the most Ben Simmons like defending out there, isn't it? So, <laughs> so yeah, no, look, I, I still don't think that that gets him, you know, closer to the title. I, I honestly don't. I think that it's. Uh, yeah, it's a very uh, if we if we to use a footy analogy, it's a very Geelong move, right? They're going old and and trying to just roll that dice one more time, and uh, yeah, it didn't work for the Cats this year, um, and I don't think it's going to work for the Lakers either. So, right. <laughs> so yeah, All right. let's. Do you want to get into our uh, predictions of where teams are going to finish in the East? Okay, yeah, let's go to the East. All right, do you want to go first? Or do you want me to go first? Um, I'll, I'll take the East first and then you can take the West. Right. Uh, so in sort of in this order, uh, and I'll start, so we're, we're talking about the top eight. Uh, I've got the Knicks coming in in eighth spot. Uh, and there's going to be, you've got Memphis uh, probably knocking on the door a little bit there. Uh, they've added Kemba Walker, which um, is a decent addition. Um, you know, Knicks finally have a, a point guard in, in New York. Uh, Julius Randle. Uh, Robinson's going to get better. Uh, Randall's having a breakout year. Uh, well, last year got his got paid, so hopefully that continues as he starts pushing to become a consistent All Star. Um, the, the the Knicks were really good last year. They were fourth, so they've dropped down a bit. I think that's probably by the teams coming up. Um, so and then, I've got the Knicks in eighth as well, mate. Just to uh, so maybe we'll do we like that. Because right. I've got for the for the exact reasons you just said. There's I think that. Whilst they got better, I think the teams around them will get better again. So yeah, yeah. Uh, the um, the next one is the all league pass Chicago Bulls. I think they're going to be the, the fan favourite this year. Uh, I'll be tuning in and watching a few of these yeah. games. I just had I had the, in seventh. I had the I've, I've got the Bulls missing to be honest. Uh, I've got them finishing in uh, in a Richmond esque Richmond esque ninth. So uh, so I've got the Bulls missing. Uh, and I've got the Celtics in seventh. The, so yeah, so I've got the Bulls in seven, uh, primarily because the uh, the guys they brought in, uh, they signed Alex Caruso uh, to a I think a thirty million dollar deal uh, from the Lakers. He was the heart and soul of the Lakers. He's a, a, tr- a really underrated wing defender. Uh, he was top five, the top fifth, top five guard defensive guard last year, um, and should have should have made an all defensive team, second team. Then they signed Lonzo Ball, uh, again, another long defender, a uh, guy whose three-point shot has really improved. Um, and then they signed DeMar DeRozan from, from the Spurs. Uh, they lost Markkinen and Thad, but I don't think that's uh, too much of a, a loss. You pair up that with Levine and Vucevic, um, you know, it's, it's a pretty decent team. Um, so I think they're going to make the playoffs this year, the Bulls. Yeah, as I said, I've got them, I've got them missing. So, yeah. So I've got the Celtics at seventh. Uh, basically, you know, any team that has Tatum in it and 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 Jalen Brown is going to be there thereabouts. So uh, yeah, I've got them in seventh. Yep. Uh, so in six, I've got Philadelphia. Uh, I think um, the loss of Simmons is going to hurt. It, either way, it's going to be messy whether he stays for the season uh, and plays. You know, at least on par from what he did last year. I don't think he'll he'll be better than what he was last year. Uh, which is going to hurt. You know, it's going to hurt you guys in the finals, in the playoffs, uh, in in big games because he um, he won't. You know, you can't you can't believe your shot will be vastly improved or his mindset will be vastly improved uh, for where it is now. 
Uh, and I think losing that point guard is going to take some time for you guys to to adjust. But you have the talent to at least stay competitive and still still around forty five wins, which will get you in six. So uh, that's my pick. Of uh, so, I kind of think that um, part of me hopes that Simmons just comes out and just jacks threes all game, um, <laughs> just for the just for how funny it would be. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so. I've got the the paces at sixth. Uh, I think so. They they they'll get in. I think that um, there's a fair bit of improvement there. Sabonis is there. Um, you know, Karis Levert coming back. He, hopefully, he'll be back to uh, to something one of his best and um, getting over his injury. And uh, yeah, so I've got the paces at sixth. Yeah, look, I I understand that. I think. Uh, they they look paces look alright on paper, and they and they got Rick Carlisle too, who's a fantastic coach. He's that's his first year as coach, so um, yeah, I, I get that. So this my next team. I want to see if you can guess the team, right? Because I'm a little bit bullish on these guys. Uh, their starting center is one of the elite defenders. Um, rebounds the ball, finishes on the rim, low usage guy. Their best player is a just a dog, like a guy that just wants to win. And he's, you know, he just bashes and gets the job done. Can and, I stop and you there? Yep. Have you got, is it the Heat? It's the Heat. Of course yeah. it's the Heat. I've got the Heat at five uh, as well, mate. You know, you got Bam. I mean, it's it, it's all the makings of a good team, right? A team yeah. that, that could be, could make some moves. You got, you know, a near all-star centre, defensive defensive centre. Uh, Jimmy Barlow, he makes buckets. Um, they've brought in Kyle Lowry, who we all know is just a fantastic guard from Toronto. Championship guard, Kyle Lowry. <laughs> then you throw in, then you throw in a couple of guns, right? Or three guns. You got Tyler Hero, who apparently is next, wants to be the next Trey Young. Uh, Duncan Robinson, who was the best three point threat last season, and then yeah. po- probably Victor Oladipo if he when he comes back from his injury, sort of probably towards mid season. So. Um, they got the talent, and and then they got the coach and you know coach Spo sort of getting it done. So I'm pretty bullish on the Heat. I think they'll be uh, up and about this year. Yeah, same. I've got I've got the Heat in fifth as well, mate. For the exact reasons you just said. So anyone that can add someone of Vic's caliber, who'll probably come off the bench, you would think coming back halfway through the season, um, yep. and have him coming off the pine as the sixth man. That's going to look amazing. So yeah, I've got them. At, I've got them at five as well. The uh, so in third, I think we, we probably got the same top three. We, we, uh, we got, so uh, got, we got four. We're going to do four first, mate. You know, like, oh, sorry, uh, no, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I got seven here. Uh, anyway, I got my top three. Who do you have in? Who do you have in four? Me. Uh, I got the Hawks, mate. Uh, so I had them at three. So yeah. I've uh, got my top seven here. Um, yeah, you know, I think Trey Young's going to get better. Um, you know, they got Capella. Bogdanovich, um, yeah. Kevin Herter, he's just got re-signed. Um, and, uh, John Collins. Yeah, I think, yeah, John Collins, is, he got re-signed as well. He got, he got his max deal. So um, I like them. They're young and they're hungry. And I think they'll definitely be top three. Um, so I've, I've, got, I've got them at four. Uh, purely because so above that, I've got, I've got the sixes. So I think that either way, uh, whether Ben plays or not, um, in the first couple of weeks of the season, a trade gets done. So 
um, maybe pushing it into early December at the absolute latest. Uh, yep. I think there's a there's a date where all of the um, as a whole of people become eligible for trade, right? And I forget the date off the top of my head, but I think a trade gets done by then at least. Um, and the Sixers start to gel and I think they finish third. So, um, and then if Simmons does come back and play and, and, and he's, you know, even somewhat near what he was last year, I think that, you know, we were the top team in the East last year. And, uh, obviously, you know, with all the shenanigans at the start of the year, I think that there's, there's a lot to there to like, you know, still got Toby, still got Embiid, who's a, you know, just an absolute beast. Uh, you know, Seth Curry, Danny Green, uh, Teeth coming off the bench. Uh, you know, we've added uh, Georgie's Nang over the off season, and uh, and Andre Drummond, mate, who has in the preseason. I get that it's preseason, um, but with the games that Embiid set out, uh, Drummond was out there having you know 18, 19 points, and you know ten or eleven rebounds. Like, um, and that's sort of what we missed. Yeah, Dwight was good in bits and pieces last year and rebounded the ball well, but he wasn't the offensive threat that Drummond is, I don't think. So, um, yeah. yeah, so I, I think that that we're we're improved, but obviously the Ben saga needs to get sorted. All I can say is that we had Andre Drummond too, and we all thought the same, and then we were all disappointed. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we'll see yeah, but, how you go come into season. So, but he, he looks he looks good. He looks in good shape. He he loves playing for Doc. Um, so yeah, see what happens. Yep. Okay, so I think our top two are now set up. Nice. So I've got the Nets and then I got the Bucks. At the top oh, of the I've gone the other way. I got the Bucks and then the Nets. Oh. All right. So convince me otherwise. Was it? So, I I, I think that uh, and. Look, spoilers here. I've got the Nets winning the lot without Kyrie. Sure. I don't think Kyrie plays a game for the Nets this year. And I think they recruited well enough. You said it before. Uh, Millsap, uh, Paddy Mills, uh, LMA is back. Um, I think they recruited well enough that that they're still, you know, like that they, they can cover that by committee almost, right? Plus... KD is back, man. You saw him at the Olympics. Yep. Yep. The dude is an absolute freak. Um, yeah, oh, I've got him carrying him to the promised land and shutting some people up. Um, it could, yeah, yeah, I can understand that. And and you know they've got a ready-made point guard to replace uh, Kyrie Irving, right? They got. I mean, James Harden played point guard for you know for his whole career. Yeah, uh, he's a far better passer than than Kyrie. Uh, Paddy Mills can come in and sort of hit that ten or twelve points, and yeah. um, and Durant now is the clear number one, and um, you know he he can just go out and score buckets. So and we haven't even we haven't even um, talked about you know Blake Griffin, uh, who you know, towards the end of last year was was looking like the the Blake Griffin of old, and uh, not quite with the athleticism and stuff, but you know he looked like he got healthy, and the dude can still play. Um, and you know, with LMA and, and and the other guys they've got, he's not he's not playing thirty eight minutes a game, right? He's not playing forty minutes a game. He's playing yep. thirty two, you know, if he's lucky. Like that'll help him get through the whole season. Maybe get get him through uninjured. And uh, yeah, I think that, mate, I, I I've got him winning it. So yeah, 
So, so for me then, if, if I can convince you otherwise, uh, the NBA champions are the, the Bucks. So the current NBA champions, they've added um, a Rodney Hood, uh, X-Street product. Uh, and you know, Hood, Hood can give us some scoring. They also added Grayson Allen. So the two Duke boys uh, joining that team. Uh, and they've only lost PJ Tucker. So the rest of them are all sort of uh, the same roster as, as last year. And it still comes down to the fact that no one in the league can stop Giannis. And he can do whatever he wants, whenever he wants. And he did that in the finals. And I, I think who on the nets can stop Giannis? KD. You know, where, <laughs> whereas on the other end, Giannis can stop KD. So it's going to be a good battle. I, I, but, think, um, I think KD's a better defender than you give credit for. I think he can stop Giannis. So I think he's an underrated defender, but he's no, he's never won a defensive player of the year, and he's never, he may not have ever won, made a, uh, you know, all all five either. No, yeah. no, but I still think he's underrated, and I think he can. You're not going to stop Giannis. Let's be honest. It's like trying to stop yeah, KD, I, right? So I'll take the Pepsi challenge on that any day of the week. <laughs> <laughs> the Pepsi challenge. All right. Okay. Let's done. go out. Yep. Let's go out west. Have you got eight for the west, mate, or are you only going seven on the oh, west? Yeah, as yeah. Well? No, I've got my notes here. I got. Well, to be fair, uh, I'll let you start with eight because um, who gives? It, yeah, I don't think who cares about the eight. Anyway. <laughs> so uh, it's okay, mate. You're allowed to not be able to count on this podcast. I do it all the time. Three questions gets me, and there's only I to count to three, right? So at least you got to seven. So. <laughs> All right, so in eight spot out the West, mate. I've got the Spurs. So yep. okay. um, just you know, there's there's no one on the Spurs roster that stands out, but that's how Pop likes it. And uh I think they just go about their business and, and get it done. So I've got the Spurs in eighth. I think the Spurs are gonna slide. I think this is Pops last year. Uh and um, you know, lost uh, lost to Rosen. Uh Who's their, you know, their, was their leading scorer, I guess you can say, from last year. And I get it. they got some young guys, but they don't have much. Uh, and, and really, they've just been held up by a good, a good system. They lost Paddy Mills in the offseason. That's, you know, that's a huge loss. Yeah. Um, I've got I've got Portland scraping in, uh, but I could you could easily say Spurs. I don't really care from, you know, seven below, even even six and below. It's, um, there's not. Those guys are just making up numbers and that play in tournament's not going to really do much either. So, yeah, um, yeah wake me up as you get a bit, a bit higher on the higher on Yeah, so <laughs> I've got the Blazers in seventh. So, yep. um, so I think that, yeah, for, I think they just get in just over, over the Spurs, mate. So, yep. so yeah. So who have you got in seventh? Uh, I got the Clippers. So the Clippers, I mean, they lost uh, Kawhi Leonard, obviously, for the whole year. Uh, they, did, they brought in Bledsoe. Um, but they still got PG thirteen. They still play in the West. Um, so, yeah, Clippers in seven. I'll, I'll still be around the mark. I've got the Clippers missing. Oh, yeah. So I don't have them in the eight at all. Spoilers. So, in uh, in in sixth, mate, I've got the Warriors. So, I think uh, you know, obviously, any team that has Steph is is good. Uh, Clay, whether he, you know, is he is he going to be back? Is he not? Is he going to be okay? It's still yet all to be seen. Um, so yeah, I've got uh, I've got the the Warriors in six, mate. Yep. So I've got the Mavs in six. Uh, I think they'll slide a little bit this year. They haven't. They didn't add anyone in the off season. I was a little bit disappointed with the Mavs. I thought they'd at least go try a swing and maybe, you know, um, 
move Pazingas and see what's out there or try and bring in another free agent, at least even a, a you know B-level free agent to sort of add to that team because it's really, um, you know, they're really only as good as Luca and Luca was fantastic last year. And does he have another level in him? And even then, can he really take a team with role players um, and, a, and a centre who very rarely plays any further? So, um I mean, they're going to have enough talent. Luke is going to get you know, get that team to sort of 50 wins, but I've got them in six. I don't think they're higher. Yeah, I've got them in fifth, mate. So, uh, yeah, so one, I've got them one higher. So, um, yeah, I've just pretty much the same reasons, but I've just got them that one's position higher. So, yep. Yep. So, who have you got in fifth, mate? In fifth. Uh, so, I've got the, let me count five. Yep. Uh, in fifth, I've got the Nuggets. Them and Nuggets. Uh, again, another team who didn't really do much either in terms of bringing in people. Uh, they lost, obviously, Jamal Murray uh, for an, to an ACL who's out for the year as well, um, which really sucks. And I doubt, I, I don't think he'll get back in time for the playoffs. They probably won't play him anyway. But they they were good last year. Right? They were fourth, even with Murray out. Uh, you know, they signed, re-signed Aaron Gordon. He got paid and they maxed out um, Michael Porter Jr., who's Turning into a bit of a gun, and uh, here's my tip: I think I think Porter's going to be an all-star this year, and um, yeah, and, and they still got the reigning MVP, Jokic, which obviously we didn't speak about. So they got a great they got, got a great little call there, and yeah, I think they'll they'll be um, in fifth or fourth. Yep. All right. So in fourth, I've got the uh, I've got the Jazz. A little bit of a slide. They're just all getting that little bit older. Um, so yeah, I, I think that you know. They're still thereabouts, you know, but I've just I've just got them in fourth. Yeah, there's a bit of a um, bit of reservation on um, the Jazz, isn't there? You know, they're they're fair with the team. They don't really make much noise in the playoffs. They've sort of had this team now for a couple of years, and um, they sort of don't want to blow it up uh, or bring in bring in guys. Um, so I've got I've got the Warriors in four. And I've actually got the Jazz a little bit higher. Um, yep. but, you know, the Warriors with Clay back on a Porter Junior, they lost to Ubre, um, Steph back to good. You know, and um, and I really like their uh, James Wiseman, their center. I think he's coming along pretty good too. So, um, and Jordan Poole has really played well in the preseason. So yeah, I've got Warriors in fourth. All right. In uh, third, I've got your mob mate Lakers. You know, anytime you've got LeBron and. AD and Westbrook, you're going to be thereabouts when they're on the court. Uh, I just don't think they'll, I don't think they'll all play enough games together, mate. The early doors, they they'll be setting themselves for the finals again, trying to get through. And I think that they'll uh, they'll wind up third, mate. Yeah, I think I got them in third as well. Um, you know, they've brought in uh, who I mean who haven't they brought in? You know, they got you got Melo, they've brought in Rusty, they brought Dwight back. Um, uh, Adrian Andre Bradley Jordan. today. Bradley, Monk, Nunn, Rand, Rondo, uh, Wayne Ellington, which is a great pickup. And we, we, you know, we've really brought in three, uh, a lot of three-point shooting, which we missed. Um, but we don't have any wing defenders. We lost our guys in Caruso out the door. And, um, you know, Rees is now injured, but, you know, he's getting on a bit. Um, but, yeah, I think we've got enough talent to get us through um, the, the, the middle of the season. Give give Bron some rest. Uh, I think he'll sit out a, a fair few games this year, and Westbrook will sort of take over and dominate with AD. Um, but 
yeah, I think I think 55 wins will be enough for this team, and we'll take that, and then just sort of set ourselves up for the finals. Yeah, have a run at it, which I don't think will be successful, but that's okay. Have, uh, you, so, have you heard yeah. of? Sorry, have you heard of uh, the rookie that we picked, Austin Reeves, six-five guard out of Oklahoma? Is he the one that they so call the new Caruso? Well, his new, but his nickname is, and this is a nickname he gave himself. The or people call him back back home called Hillbilly Kobe, is his nickname. <laughs> Hillbilly Kobe, right? So, uh, and he can actually ball a little bit. He's actually not too bad in preseason. So we'll see how Hillbilly Kobe goes this year for the Lakers. Yeah, nice. Well, mate, in second, I've got the Nuggets in second. Right. Yep. So yep. for the for the reasons that you stated before, and the big one I think is that Michael Porter Jr. is going to have an absolute breakout year. He'll be the most improved, and that's that's why I've got to move it up. And still got Djokovic and Gordon, and yeah. So uh, yeah, I've I've got them second. Yeah, well, I got the Jazz in second, um, but yet. Um... Again, yeah, I can understand that. And then I guess we've both got the Suns at first, have we? Yeah, the Suns at one. I think D Booker and uh, and Aiton and and Chris Paul go back and get that done. So yeah, the Chris Paul thing worries me a little bit. Um, you know, he ain't going to get better, uh, and he's got he's going to miss more games. I mean, he's great when he's fit and ready to go, but they can't have him missing games in the finals like he did. You know, yeah, plays one game. Misses the second game, sits, you know. Um, uh, they lost Kaminsky as well to an injury. Um, I know, was it Kaminsky? No, it was the, um, the other guy. Your, your boy, ex uh, 76. Um, Saric, they lost Saric, which is a bit yeah. of a big loss coming off the bench. The other thing that is interesting is um, the Suns haven't extended DeAndre uh, Ayton. So he's eligible for a max extension. I did see that. And the that. Suns said, they're not yeah, offering the him said, the max. No, yeah. We're going to wait next year where he becomes a restricted free agent. And basically other teams, you know, they can match what other teams offer. Um, you know, the traditional center, you know, what value does a, a center like that have in this league now? You know, where are they worth a max? You know, that's what, that's the question that the Suns are sort of asking right now. Yeah. Would you max exactly him? Right. And I, I, I don't know if I would, to be honest. Like he's he's good, but I don't think he's max good to be honest. I think he gets thrown around yeah. a little bit too much, you know. Um, so you look at so maybe like a John Collins who just just got maxed at, at Atlanta. Would I max him before I max Dayton? Yeah, for sure. Um, just a lot, lot bigger skill set. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I don't I don't think I do. I think he gets paid. Don't get me wrong. We're not you know giving him a you know the minimum, but. Um, yep. I don't think he's maxed. So yeah, I mean he's fourteen and ten, and he's he's twenty three. So the next the next four years is going to be his, you know you know his prime. Um, but he he really is a back to the basket big. He's a finish. He's just he's like Bam at a bio where he just sort of doesn't have much of a three point range. He's um, you know he, he he's a traditional center. So yeah, I think there you know he's not a joker. He's not an Embiid. Um, he's not a joker. You know. Yeah. I don't think he's no. getting maxed. So yeah, yeah. I mean, there'll be, okay. there'll be Minnesota might max him in the when he's a restricted free agent because that's how they roll. Uh, yep. <laughs> so, 
So, yeah. All right. So that's our top eight for the East and West or yeah, seven in the East, but that's all right. Um, <laughs> so, mate, MVP. Who's your, uh, let's, let's talk top five candidates for MVP. Okay. Uh, and then we're going to come back and circle back to who's winning championship. Uh, well, we can, oh, well, I've already given mine away. So let's, so, let's do it now. Let's do okay. that first. So right, I've, right. I've got the Nets, as I said before, without, without Kyrie playing a single minute. And uh, I think that KD just hushes everyone up. And I think he looks in brilliant form at the moment. And I think that he gets it done. So, yeah. See, I think, I think out of the West, there are a lot of teams there that are very similar. Like, I think you can make an argument sort of for the Suns, the Jazz, Lakers and Warriors and the Nuggets, you know, could all sort of, you just, you know, if they're coming out of the West, you go, oh yeah, I can, I can see that. I can see that happen. Yeah. Um, I got, you know, surprise, surprise, I got the Lakers coming out of the West. I think the additions they've got this year upgrade them from last year. Um, and I think you, this, the, the Jazz and the Suns may not have done enough to sort of um, stay pace. So that's, I've got the Lakers in the finals, uh, and I've got the Bucks in the finals as well. And um, I'm going with the Bucks. I still, I don't think anyone can stop Giannis. Maybe it's AD, perhaps. Um, but yeah, I got the Bucks winning the championship this year. All right. Well, there we go. So, uh, all right. Well, let's let's go back and we'll have a look at who we think is going to be uh, season MVP. So, top yep. we'll go top fives first, and you know the five guys we think are thereabouts in the race. And uh, yep. and then we'll go back and circle a winner. So, um, you you can go first, mate. All right. So in in no order, I've got uh, Giannis, Steph yep. Curry, Luka Luka Doncic, the Joker, and Kevin Durant. Oh, we've gone a little bit different here, mate. So I've got the Joker. I've got so we we both go there. KD, we both mm-hmm. got. And uh, Giannis, we both got. But then I went in bead, obviously. A bit of, bit of home cooking there. And uh, I went Booker as, okay. as my fifth. Um, I think that, you know, he got snubbed a little bit last year. And I think that they make up for it this year. And I think he has a good enough year this year as well. So, um, but yeah, I think that he um, he comes through. So I've got a, oh, I've got Trey, Trey Young as my, my smoky or my outsider. So, yep. um, yeah, probably similar, similar sort of thing. Um, so the the betting line, I don't know if you want to – got the betting line up here. So well, here we go. Um, it's quite interesting. So they got Giannis as the favourite at 650. Uh, second favourite is KD. Oh, sorry. Sorry, let me start again. They got Luca as favourite at 400. Uh, they got – then then it goes Giannis, Steph, and then KD. Okay. With a big outsider being being the Joker, so uh, and I kind of understand why the Joker. I think it was his year, uh, but you know, fans, media uh, are probably not going to give it give it to him again. He had a, fan, a phenomenal year, but traditional center, uh, I, I can see them moving on from that position and giving it to someone else. You know, a different narrative this year. So, um, yeah, yeah, I don't think the Joker's going to get it. So, who have you got winning it? Uh, well, I don't think it's Luca. I think it's KD. I think I agree with you. I think he's going to have a huge year. I think it's, you know, he looked really good at the Olympics. Um, it's a, you know, it's it's time now. It's his team. It kind of feels like it's his story. The King of New York. 
um, you know, possibly bringing a championship to, you know, to that city, um, creating his own sort of legacy and writing his own chapter now. Um, you know, yeah, he does have Harden, but it'll be him that has to bring that team to a championship. So, um, yeah, I'm going Durant and with Curry coming in at second. Yeah, so I've got I've got KD all the way, mate, for the, for the exact reasons you just said. And uh, I think I spoke about it before as well. Um, so, yeah, I've got KD as the MVP. Yep. Yep. All right, mate, let's go uh, rookie of the year. So always brand new crop. So I'm going to uh, tip Ben Simmons for rookie of the year this year. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, that joke will never get old. Uh, yep. So, uh, no, no, look, I've, to be honest with you, mate, I've got, uh, I've got Cade Cunningham and everyone will go, uh, he was number one pick and yeah, good one, Mick, you know, but yep. the number one pick hasn't won rookie of the year in a very long time. And um, I think that uh, I think that he will. I think that Detroit are, are clearly a rebuilding team, and yeah, I think that he's going to be a big part of that, and he will play well enough to win Rookie of the Year. Yep. So I've gone. I've gone with uh, the Rockets, uh, Jalen Green. Um, yep. I think he got sort of snubbed, snubbed for number one this year. He uh, he's come out and says he wants Rookie of the Year. And his usage rate at the Rockets is just going to be huge. So um, he'll put up a lot of empty stats throughout the year um, as they push for their bottom seed. Um, but yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm keen to see Jalen Green get it done this year. Yeah, I think it's yep. to be honest. I think it's the end of those two for those exact for the for the same reason, right? So you know, Detroit for the same you know same reason as as Houston. Mm. They're both not going to be great. And uh, they'll they're just going to play the kids and let them play, and I think those guys will both put up numbers. So, for me, I think it's down to those two. So some uh, of the uh, some of the sites that are doing uh, you know, previews on the rookie of the years have got our own Joss Giddy in at number five, so in the top five. Yeah, I, um, I, th- I think he'll be top five in voting. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, I think he's played well enough in the preseason. I think he's in a he'll get minutes in the, you know, he, he probably might not get the scoring um, stats, although he did put up some good numbers, but um, he, he'll be similar to to Ben in that, you know, he's he's pushing that sort of low triple-double numbers every night where, you know, he might only have 11 or 12 points, but, you know, he's going to have, you know, nine assists and, and you know, nine rebounds as well. So, I think that yeah, I think he'll be there thereabouts, uh, and I think he's definitely finishes top five in the in the voting for that. Cool. All right. So yeah. So who who have you got winning the scoring title, mate? I oh, I think I think it will be Steph, but KD will be be close behind him. Oh, see, I've, got, about <laughs> I've got it the other way. I've got it KD just ahead <laughs> of Steph. So. All right. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, toss a coin. Like it's going to be one of those two, I think. So, yeah, yeah. Yep. So, uh... Um, so, yeah, I've got a I've got a game for you. Are we, I think we finished up our. We have our, we've, got, um, we've gone through all the notes. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, this is a yes or no game. So, we got to do is say yes or no, right? Oh, here we go. I, uh, this just just to let everyone know, I, I don't know what's coming here. So, this could be anything. So, <laughs> okay. Uh, Simmons gets traded. Yes. OKC win more than 10, 10 games. 
No. Oh, can I have that that they win 10 on the dot? Okay. Yeah. I said more than 10, but anyway. Okay, so so more than Uh, 10? No, I think they win 10. Sorry. Dame gets traded. No. Hmm. J.R. Smith returns to the Lakers. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) But I do like your optimism. (laughs) And my last one, Dennis Schroeder gets an $80 million contract in the offseason. Hell no. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's... (laughs) I liked that, mate. That was that was good. That was well done. I liked that. Yep. So, <laughs> so yeah. Well, um, look, mate. The season kicks off tomorrow. Uh, I, I did yeah. check the games before, mate. It's actually uh, so the Lakers and the Warriors and the Nets and the Bucks, mate, are the two games. So, yeah. um, who you got? Who you got those two games? Uh, give What's me the Warriors and the Nets. I'm going. I'm going Bucks and Warriors. Yep. Unfortunately. Yeah. All right. All right. So, uh, yeah. So, look, we'll, um, we'll be, you know, me and you'll be catching up. We've got an NBL preview coming up as well. Um, the, uh, I, I think the NBL is kicking off first weekend in December, I think, from memory. Um, yep. Unless, obviously, COVID gets a pushback. But they've announced it's the first weekend in December at the moment. And, uh, look, mate, always, always good to have you on. And we'll get we'll get together during the year and do a couple of these as we as we sort of did last season as well. No worries. Thanks for having me on. Go Lakers, and we'll see how we go. <laughs> All right. Thanks, mate. Yeah.